0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts, Unknown Subject Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
1: 29 North, after University, left side for the crash there. WTLP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. WindowNation.com Bob Imler, WTLP Traffic.
2: And now to Veronica Johnson. She's 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist.
3: Tracking a rain that could be moderate to heavy at times here this evening in the early part of the night. We do have a flood watch up that continues until 6 a.m. Saturday and could see some tidal flooding along with urban flooding a half to one inch of rain expected. Wind advisory for the day on Saturday. Temperatures this evening upper 40s to lower 50s across. Across the area, I'm
2: 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Manassas now 46, some parts of the area down to the upper 30s over.
0: This is where you turn when the weather threatens.
4: WTOP News. Facts matter.
3: This hour of news is sponsored by
0: Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners.
2: Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, countdown to shutdown. The new House speaker is feeling the heat. We'll hear from CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane at 815. Well, here we go again with some more wind and rain moving through the area tonight. The commanders got their man beating out other teams for their new head of football operations. How proposed budget cuts will impact D.C. services. The money is going to have to come from somewhere.
0: I'm Sandra Jones.
2: Might be a holiday weekend, but Metro track work never takes a holiday. We'll tell you what you may be dealing with. And an up week for Wall Street
4: at 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance.
5: I'm Jennifer Kuiper, a familiar sound in the Midwest. Snow and powerful winds will usher in dangerous
3: wind chills. I'm Jen Clark in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where there is a blizzard warning for counties just north of here. It's actually the first one in the area since 2018. The plows have been out all day. They salted overnight. There's over a hundred salt trucks out, and they actually salted earlier last night. But they said they switched over to calcium chloride because the salt wouldn't hold up long enough for the storm. The storm is going to last throughout the night and into tomorrow. There are snow emergencies in multiple counties.
5: There are questions about whether Texas can handle the deep freeze. Governor Greg Abbott responding. We are
2: expecting Tuesday morning and Wednesday morning to be the tightest times for
1: their caught in power grid. We should have sufficient power to make it through that time period.
5: After the Alaska Airlines door plug blowout, the FAA will require inspections of 40 Boeing 737 MAX 9 airplanes and will review data from those checks before allowing the planes to resume flights. United Airlines says it has canceled the Boeing flights through Tuesday. Houthi rebels vow retaliation after the U.S. and Great Britain bombed the group's facilities in Yemen. CBS's Charlie Daggett has more. (laughs)
4: In Yemen, thousands of demonstrators turned out in the capital burning U.S. flags and chanting, God is great, death to America, death to Israel. Houthi leaders have already said American aggression will not go unpunished and that attacks in the Red Sea will continue.
5: Israel says that South Africa is distorting the facts about its war in Gaza in day two of South Africa's genocide case against Israel at the World Court. Reporter Lauren Kamato at The Hague. Israel denies it's committing genocide. It says if anyone is
0: committing genocide, it's Hamas who continually talks about the destruction or annihilation, they said, of Israel and its people. And they also argue that they have the right to self-defense, that after the October 7th attacks, they have the legitimate right to wage a war.
5: South Africa has asked judges to order Israel to immediately stop its military campaign. Oil and natural gas companies would have to pay a fee for methane emissions that exceed certain levels under a proposed Biden administration rule. CBS's Jim Crusoe The rule proposed by the Environmental
2: Protection Agency follows through on a directive from Congress
5: included in the 2022
2: climate law. The new fee is intended to encourage industry to adopt practices that
3: reduce emissions of methane, a potent greenhouse gas, thereby avoiding any
4: fines.
5: This is CBS News.
4: Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today.
2: It is 8.03 here on WTOP on this Friday night, January 12, 2024. Manassas at 46 and steady rain. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Rain and wind for the first part of the weekend. 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin with more.
3: The wet weather is not going to last very long. When you look at the big picture, it's only going to be about a three to six hour window. And most, if not all, of the heavy rain is out of here by midnight tonight. Rain totals generally around an inch or
2: so for many neighborhoods. It may bring a little bit of localized flooding. There is a flood watch in effect until six tomorrow morning. A wind advisory from 7 a.m. until 4 p.m tomorrow. And checking out Radar right now, right in downtown D.C. and the close-in suburbs in Montgomery County, in Fairfax, and in Southern Maryland, uh, and Frederick County, Maryland as well, all getting some pretty heavy rain that is pushing to the northeast. Stay with your first alert weather station, WTOP, for traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks. Well, we continue to follow a huge staffing announcement from the Washington Commanders tonight. WTOP confirms San Francisco 49ers executive Adam Peters will become their new head of football operations right here in Washington. Comes only days after owner Josh Harris fired Ron Rivera as head coach after four seasons. Peters has been with the 49ers for the past seven years. The last three is the chief assistant to GM John Lynch. He's also worked for the Denver Broncos and the New England Patriots during their successful runs. WTOP sports director and commander's beat reporter George Wallace explains how Peters was chosen.
1: This is the guy they targeted from the beginning, the first interview that they had. The two guys in the advisory role, Bob Myers and Rick Spielman, hired by Josh Harris. Myers did have a relationship with Peters. They went to UCLA together, have that West Coast relationship. So they get the guy they wanted. He wanted a rapid but thorough process. It took five days. They did their homework. It was down to Ian Cunningham and Adam Peters. And they lock in Adam Peters, bringing him over from San Francisco, where he was very integral in uh, building that roster that San Francisco has now. So a great hire by Josh Harris to start things off.
2: One of Peter's first items of business, of course, is to find Washington's next head coach. It may not just be the Caps and Wizards moving to Alexandria in a few years. Georgetown's men's basketball team could do the same. NBC4 reports that the deal to build a new sports arena at Potomac Yard goes through the Hoyas would be part of the agreement. An internal report obtained by News 4 reveals the plan to include Georgetown men's hoops. It shows those games would actually be needed to make the funding work. The whole package still needs approval by the Virginia legislature and Alexandria's city council. The deal includes moving dozens of large concerts and other events currently held at Capital One Arena in downtown D.C. to move those down to Alexandria as well. Well, other news tonight, D.C. leaders say they're faced with a tough budget year and are searching for departments in which to make cuts. One of the agencies that could lose some funding helps the district's most vulnerable population, those without a home. All this could spark another debate between the mayor and council. WTOP's Sandra Jones gets insight from D.C.'s Department of Human Services director. Tackling spending pressures in the district. We're going to do
0: everything we can to protect the services and supports that are essential to our social service programs, but it's not going to be pain-free. That's D.C.'s director of DHS, Laura
3: green Zeilinger. She's responding to a recent email from her department telling housing and homelessness nonprofits... To to tighten their budgets because cuts are coming.
5: We didn't say
0: this is what we need you to cut. This is what your new grant agreement or contract says. Please come up with a plan to tell us where you might be able to find some savings. That did not sit well with D.C.'s at-large council member Robert White.
4: What we're looking at is bad budgeting and bad planning as opposed to an unforeseen set of emergencies.
2: Sandra Jones, WTOP News. They say it would add green space and enhance the community. WTOP's Nick Nelly tells us some residents in Northeast D.C. are working with the city to build a 40,000 square foot park in their neighborhood. It's a piece of land in the shape of a triangle
5: in the Union Market area and some who live there say it should be turned into green space.
2: It is
0: perfect for a community park.
5: Reginald Shaw Richardson is leading a community effort to get a park built there near 4th Street and New York Avenue in Northeast. He's in talks with D.C.'s Parks and Recreation Department looking at next steps for how the land could be developed.
0: They are working with us to try to figure out which entities own it, to try to get it cleaned up, at least for now.
5: He says building the park will cost $3.5 million.
0: We are going to reach out to the community and try to get them to contribute to this wonderful pocket park, which is something D.C. doesn't have.
5: Nick Iinelli,
2: WTOP News. Metro is doing more track work this weekend. It will impact travel on parts of the Blue, Orange, and Silver lines. The track work closures started now. They run through Monday. The courthouse and Roslyn stations are closed. There are also street closures in effect on Monday for the annual MLK Day Parade in Southeast. There is also a pro-Gaza rally in D.C.'s Freedom Plaza tomorrow. So all of that is important information for drivers. They could have something like 25,000 participants in that pro-Gaza rally. Get more information on the metro closures and street closures at WTOP.com. Coming up here, one of the nation's largest banks laying off thousands, a popular Maryland barbecue joint opens its first D.C. location. Stay with us on WTOP. Michael & Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael &
1: Sons.
2: Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Here's Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center.
1: In the district southbound, D.C. 295, heavy and slow from just after Burroughs Avenue toward Pennsylvania Avenue. Caller says they just cleared the crash out of the roadway. Uh, before Pennsylvania had been along the left side. But uh, you should start to see the pace picking up there now. Southbound traffic on 95 is uh, moving a lot better. You do uh, uh slow just a bit southbound at the Aquaqua, but even that's clearing out. Farther south, though, I think we may have a new problem. Southbound after Triangle and near exit 148 Quantico. I believe it's going to be just after the exit. May have an incident in the roadway there in the main lanes. It is quite slow uh, getting past that. Uh, on 95 south of Quantico, uh, whatever is there, possibly a new crash. On 95 northbound, delays from Dale City getting up to a point after Prince William Parkway. There, the left side of the roadway still with a crash. 395 south after Edsel near the Beltway. The crash on the shoulder were in great shape on 66. Around the Beltway, things are cleared out for the most part now. In Silver Spring, the crash does remain northbound 29. It's very slow from University Boulevard up to Cressmore. The- Crash on the left side. Fifty out to the Bay Bridge is good to go, though. Uh, Ninety-five BW Parkway, two seventy each, without delay. Go Electric, the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives are available. Go Electric at FitzMall.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. And now to 7 News. First alert,
2: Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson.
3: Well, the rain has arrived, and soon the winds are going to be picking up with the intensity of the rain increasing. We've got a chance, too, of some localized flooding and even some tidal flooding here overnight. Temperatures, 40s and 50s on the higher side, almost free- breakishly mild overnight and for first thing tomorrow morning, temperatures will remain high safely above freezing. But it's falling temperatures throughout the day. Tomorrow, as skies clear will be in the 40s for the afternoon and 30s for the overnight. Temperatures on Sunday will feel like they're in the 20s
2: and 30s.
3: I'm seven news chief meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the first alert weather center.
2: Let's take a look at the radar map here. And we have a lot of heavy rain through Hagerstown and Western Maryland, all of Frederick, Maryland. That is Frederick County, Maryland. All of Montgomery County, except maybe the far uh, eastern part uh, on the border there with Howard County, all of these areas getting heavy rain. Pretty much everybody inside the Beltway, D.C. and close-in suburbs getting rain. Southern Maryland getting rain, as well as the Fredericksburg area and areas on the road to Richmond tonight. There are no thunderstorms that we're seeing popping up currently, but a lot of yellow and green on the map suggesting steady rain on your windshield as you dry and wet pavement of course upper marlboro 47 woodbridge 48 dc 47 down to the 40s and upper 30s and maybe a few spots but sticking in the 40s mostly overnight we're brought to you by long fence save 25 percent on decks pavers and fences six months no payment no interest conditions apply go to longfence.com money news 10 and 40 past the hour and jeff claybaugh Citigroup
1: is cutting 20,000 jobs. That's almost 20% of its workforce. Wholesale inflation was a no-show. Wholesale prices fell for the third month in a row in December. 250 Barbecue in Riverdale Park, Maryland, named one of America's best barbecue joints, opens a D.C. outpost in Mount Vernon Triangle this weekend. The Dow lost 118 points in Friday's session. The S&P 500 index gained just four points. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. For the week,
2: the Nasdaq gained more than 3%, the S&P was almost 2% higher for the week, and the Dow added half a percent for the week. 812 and coming up is the countdown to a partial government shutdown. Despite pressure from Freedom Caucus members, House Speaker Mike Johnson stands firmly by the deal he made with the president and other congressional leaders like Chuck Schumer, Democratic leader in the Senate. CBS News Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarland. With some thoughts on the possible shutdown on the way,
0: coming next. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax relief advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids, no matter where you are. By visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-575-1794. That's 800-575-1794. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter.
2: 14. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks a lot for being with us. House Speaker Mike Johnson is sticking with the budget deal he recently made, ticking off some GOP hardliners. The Speaker is being slammed by colleagues over the $1.66 trillion top-line deal with Democrats. Clock is counting down to another potential partial government shutdown in a week's time. We talk about that and more with CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarland.
4: The Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, departed Washington D.C. At least his members did today. With no certainty as to where this goes next, here's what we do know. We know there's a deadline coming a week from today to fund part of the government, and another deadline coming February 2nd to fund the rest of it, including the military. The deal that was cut to try to avoid the shutdown is still tenuous. Ultimately, they know how much they want to spend 1.6 trillion dollars in a rather large federal government they don't know what they're going to spend it on they haven't come to terms with that yet and now there are house republicans trying to blow up this arrangement saying they don't want to spend quite that much money Um, all of this is sowing distrust and discord there's concerns that somebody might try to break this deal at the last minute And all the while, that deadline's getting closer and closer. Absolutely. Now,
2: it's a national spectacle, but right around here in the DMV, there's a great local impact anytime there's even the threat of a government shutdown.
4: Uniquely impactful on not just our area everybody who has a connection to our area. You know, I spent the day at an appliance store in Woodbridge, where the manager tells me, the president of the company tells me, every time we get close to a shutdown, just close to it, business dries up. And then the contractors and their suppliers and the other businesses, they see slowdowns too. Military families throughout this area who have concerns about some type of interruption of military pay say they're going to cut back until there's some certainty. And then there's also Congressman Brandon Boyle, of Pennsylvania, who told me he's got a different fear, or at least a related fear, that there's a bit of crying wolf here, that people have seen so many near shutdowns since September 2023, they may not be taking this seriously. And it is serious. For no other reason, Dimitri, this Congress is so gridlocked. With such narrow margins and such disharmony, ousting a speaker and bringing in a new one, it's not clear to Congressman Boyle how they could get out of a government shutdown cleanly or efficiently if they were to fall into one. It could be prolonged, protracted, last months. That makes this especially dangerous.
2: Let's finish up with Hunter
4: Biden, Scott, and a contempt of Congress vote for the full House coming next week. The House Rules Committee will mark up whatever they need to get a vote on the floor. They're going to mark it up Tuesday with a vote possible as early, I suppose, as Wednesday or Thursday, recommending the Department of Justice criminally charge Hunter Biden with contempt of Congress. They say in the House, Republicans say Biden was to appear December 13th under subpoena for a closed door interview with the House Oversight Committee. They say instead of going to that interview. He did a press conference outside near the U.S. Senate. They say he has defied their subpoena, even though he showed up in person at a committee hearing Wednesday, seeking and asking to speak. Republicans say, no, you don't just show up at a public hearing. You do things according to the rules. You do a behind-closed-doors meeting first. So this standoff is going to move to a vote in the U.S. House Wednesday or Thursday. We have no idea what, if anything, could pass the U.S. House at this moment. Though the chairman of the committee that's relevant. James Comer of Kentucky told me he thinks he's got the votes to make that recommendation.
2: CBS News, National Correspondent Scott McFarland on Skype. <laughs> Top stories on WTOP, a fast move by the new ownership of the Washington Commanders. San Francisco 49ers executive Adam Peters has been hired as the new head of football operations. The Justice Department asked the U.S. Supreme Court to order Texas to stop blocking border agents from patrols. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Now traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, here's Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center.
1: In Virginia, 95 southbound after exit 148 Quantico. There was a crash that is now on the right shoulder, but it does slow down getting past exit 148. Rain's coming down pretty steadily there now, and uh, really all around the region we're starting to see that as well. 95 northbound, quite heavy through Dale City into Woodbridge, but the crash after Prince William Parkway, that is on the left shoulder, and traffic continues to run well. On 66, both inside and outside the Beltway and around the Beltway, things are running pretty well uh, tonight. Don't think we're going to see much in terms of road work with the weather, uh, so things are going to stay open but wet. Southbound on D.C. 295, uh, brief slowdowns now, but the crash is clear to Pennsylvania Avenue. In Maryland on 295, 29 northbound, I should say, after four corners at Crestmore, the crash remains and squeezing by to the right. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each without delay. Great shape on 270 and clear sailing on 66 out to the Bay Bridge. Johns Hopkins Cancer Care in the greater Washington area with renowned cancer experts in the community, including at Sibley and Suburban Hospitals. Find out more at HopkinsCancerDC.org. Bob Inler, WTOP traffic, and now to Veronica Johnson. She is seven News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. A flood watch is in effect through
3: your overnight until 6 a.m. Saturday, and a wind advisory will go up starting at 7 a.m. and continue until 4 p.m. Saturday. I'm tracking some moderate to heavy rain right now, could lead to some isolated flooding. We've got rain ending just after midnight, around 2 a.m. It's going to be a dry weekend, but turning much colder. It's 40s and 50s here this evening. For- temperatures temperatures will remain high through the overnight and then begin falling from the 50s to 40s tomorrow. I'm 7 News Chief
2: Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. And tonight looking at that radar we've got plenty of rain rolling from southwest to northeast across all of the WTOP listening area. I'm not saying every single person listening to us now is getting the heavy rain, but I'd say it's a pretty good bet here. Some of the heaviest through Dale City and Fredericksburg and Culpeper and the Northern Neck tonight in Northern Virginia. And then in D.C. and points northeast of there in the Maryland suburbs, more heavy rain that's pushing to the northeast. Hyattsville, 46. Herndon, 46. And Foggy Bottom, 47 degrees. Some of us could be down to about 40 ahead. Still ahead, a shocking story. A former Wizards player just released by the team a few days ago. Faces shoplifting charges in part of the area, hitting a target, according to prosecutors over and over again. Stay with us tonight on WTOP at 820.
3: You know her from Broadway, opera, film, and television. It's no wonder that the New York Times calls Audra McDonald a one-of-a-kind musical super talent. Now the superstar Soprano returns to join the National Symphony Orchestra at the Kennedy Center for two nights only. Don't miss the six-time Tony and two-time Grammy winner Perform Broadway Classics and Contemporary Favorites January 30th and 31st at the Kennedy Center Tickets at nationalsymphony.org
6: This new year, get started on your next success with University of Maryland Global Campus Apply by February 12th and we'll waive your application fee An accredited state university UMGC offers online and hybrid classes while giving you a head start on 2024 earn up to 90 credits toward a bachelor's for prior learning and experience, or transfer up to 12 credits toward a master's. Pay no application fee if you apply by February 12th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate
2: by chef. Good to have you here on WTOP at 821. What if
4: AI could help your agency deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your agency can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X. And modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your agency. Learn more at IBM.com federal. IBM. Let's create. This new year,
6: get started on your next success with University of Maryland Global Campus. Apply by February 12th and we'll waive your application fee. An accredited state university, UMGC offers online and hybrid classes along with more than 125 degrees and certificates in in in-demand fields like business, cybersecurity, healthcare, and more. Gain the skills and credentials you need to achieve your career goals. Pay no application fee if you apply by February 12th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by Chef.
4: This is WTOP News. Now
2: 822, an employee of a school in Howard County is under arrest. Facing serious charges, Howard County Police have charged an employee of the Glenwood Country Day School in Woodbine with sexual abuse of a minor. 31-year-old Damian Patterson of Elkridge is facing multiple counts of sex offenses involving contact with an 11-year-old child. Patterson has worked in the before- and after-school programs and summer camps for approximately two years. The victim in this case disclosed the abuse last week to a friend who told a trusted adult... The adult contacted police, and detectives launched an investigation that led to Patterson's arrest late this week. The child reported the abuse happened over a period of two years, with the last incident in the summer of last year. Detectives are asking anyone with information, including any other kids who may have been victimized by Patterson, to contact Howard County Police. New tonight, Ryan Rollins, an NBA guard, uh, recently waived by The Wiz, actually, this week, is now accused of shoplifting from a Virginia Target store multiple times. A document obtained by the Athletic shows Rollins is accused of stealing groceries, body wash, and candles from the Target seven times between early September and November of last year, when he was on the, Wiz, on the Wizards roster. All told, the items stolen are valued less than a thousand dollars. uh Rollins, rather, has made at least two million dollars in his second nba season the 21 year old rollins was waived by the wizards monday night after playing in 10 regular season games a court hearing is set for early next month rollins has not yet entered a plea there have been about 14 million illnesses 150,000 hospitalizations 9400 deaths from the flu so far just this winter and 1500 americans are dying from covid each week That's expected to be a post-holiday family-gathering surge in both, according to the CDC. More now on these respiratory viruses. CBS
3: News medical contributor Dr. Celine Gounder says lots of COVID-19 is circulating right now.
6: The good news is we don't seem to see a big increase in hospitalizations at this stage. However, we are still seeing deaths from COVID, and over 90% of those deaths are
3: occurring among the elderly. This is why it's especially important in that group to keep up with your yearly COVID shots. And it bears repeating, stay home when you're sick so you don't spread your illness to others. Michael George, CBS News, New York.
2: And 825 right here on WTOP. Glad to have you. Sports
1: at 25 and 55. And Frank Hanrahan. Commanders are set to hire Adam Peters as their new general manager. He's going to run shop there under new owner Josh Harris. Peters uh, comes over from San Francisco where he was the assistant GM the last three years for a very obviously good San Francisco 49ers franchise. Peters will lead football operations under Harris and play a major role in hiring the team's next coach. New England hired its next head coach, 37-year-old Jerron Mayo, takes over for the recently departed Bill Belichick. It is the super wild card weekend in the NFL. How about the Buffalo Bills, who, again, are asking for fans' help shoveling snow ahead of Sunday's playoff game against the Steelers. If you want to show up uh, to the stadium 10 o'clock on Saturday night, you get $20 an hour complimentary food, snow shovel provided. you got to be 18 years or older